Hashtag SAFMBTH. It is 12 minutes before 4 o'clock. We're in conversation next with the Dr. Zwanani Mate, who is the Chief Executive of the South African National Energy Development Institute. So look at possible solutions to the country's worsening energy crisis. Dr. Zwanani Mate, Chief Executive of the South African National Energy Development Institute, joins us to share thoughts on what South Africa needs to do in order to overcome the energy crisis. Dr. Mate, good afternoon, and thank you so much for making time for us. So one of the opinion pieces that you'd written quite recently You also speak about the urgent steps that need to be taken, which, amongst others, include declaring immediately a national state of disaster for electricity supply empowering ESCOM. Now that there is, at least from um, the governing party side, warming up to the idea of a national state of disaster, and the president may likely declare that, what should happen next? Thank you, uh, Adrian, and uh, good afternoon to the SAFM listeners. Yeah, I'm very happy, uh, Adrian, that uh, now there is a consensus, I think, from the, the ruling party. We had over the weekend, they've agreed that uh, we have a disaster at our hands. Uh, also, I think also from the opposition, I've been reading that uh, the opposition parties mm. also agree on this. So the well, the DA even now, marched for it. Absolutely. So the next step now, I mean, there is a consensus. So I'm not sure where is the delay. Of course, there is a, a an act you know, the legislation that has to be followed. But really the next step is either the minister or the president uh, to declare the national state of disaster for electricity that we are faced with. So once that has been declared, what should happen next? All right. So the next step, I mean, we have an experience, you know, during the COVID-19 pandemic uh, disaster that that we experienced. So a national command center needs to be set up. So it's very clear, it's outlined in the Disaster Management Act. Uh, and then the necessary infrastructure must then be put in place. And the reason I keep on saying that we need to have a national uh, a, a state of disaster be declared is to really enable ESCOM and enable government to, to be able to do extraordinary things, to make things happen, you know, Ten days ago, uh, Adrian, we were told by ESCOM that we can tolerate stage two or stage three for the next two years or so. But look at where we are today. We are at stage five and maybe later this evening, stage six. So we are really faced with a disaster. It's no longer an emergency. It's no longer a crisis. So once the president or the minister responsible has declared the national state of disaster for electricity, then the necessary infrastructure and all the command centers can then be set up. My view we need to have a national command center probably sitting somewhere at Megawatt Park at the head office of ESCOM. And then per power station, we need to have satellite command centers that will monitor what is happening at each and every power station going forward. So when it comes to the National Electricity Supply Command uh, Council that would be set up, how do you do it in such a way that ensures that the the purpose of, of, of the council is to ensure that South Africa comes out of this electricity crisis while also on the other end try to fend off the interested or competing interests that will be taking place and sometimes even amongst the experts as well that will form part of such a council? Yeah, so Alvin, I've, you know, I went into town in my article saying this. We must keep the power station manager accountable. And all what this, uh, you know, these oversight structures that will be set up is to monitor. Monitor the programs that ESCOM has put forward, whether, you know, they are being implemented and assist where it's uh, necessary. 
have also indicated some of the things that could be considered at the power station level what needs to happen. And then on a daily basis, we need to get feedback. We are not getting feedback on a daily basis. All what we hear, oh, we are now moving from stage one to stage two to stage three and whatever, but we are not getting feedback on the ground. What is actually being done? What are the obstacles? What needs to happen? Who needs to do what? And do we have money to, you know, to do the... The, the maintenance that has to be done, etc. So I, I really, at this point in time, I really see these structures being set up to enable ESCOM to be able to do what needs to be done. Not so, not so much to take over from what ESCOM is doing, but enable ESCOM. At the moment, with all the procurement processes that ESCOM has to go through, uh, you know, mobilizing resources and all the procurement processes that they have to follow, it's very difficult to be able to do things. So I see this as an enabler more than anything else, not to take over what ESCOM is, is supposed to be doing or currently mm-hmm. doing at the moment. It almost sounds that you're saying put ESCOM under administration. I don't know for how long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think... Uh, from from your scenario planning, my... though, for, from your scenario planning, how long would that national state of disaster have to be in place and how long would the council need to be there? Yeah, so in my view, it should not take more than a year. I think, you know, if it's declared that I've been advocating that this must be declared immediately, it will enable the detailed planning to take place, to take place the mobilization, the setting up of contracts, you know, the, the contracts with the OEM, the, the original equipment manufacturer. Some of them are already in place, by the way. They are on the ground, but the contract clauses do not allow them to quickly mobilize, you know, spare parts that they may have to get from overseas or maybe other power utilities that they are working with. So I I really don't think this should take more than 12 months. Of course, it can be phased down. You know, once we see progress, you know, we're no longer experiencing stage five and stage six, maybe we're now at stage two, we can then start watering down, you know, the intervention of the command center that I'm talking about. And and then the deal, for instance, as you suggest as well, with the original equipment manufacturers, the OEMs, um, if they were to to specifically focus on the maintenance of of some of the infrastructure, um, how long would those contracts have to be in place for until ESCOM can say we can do it by ourselves? And also looking, for instance, at the boiler contract with Kusile as well as Midupi and Hitachi, and we are still struggling there. Yeah, Aldrin, my view, if we really want commitment and we want the OEMs to also put in their own resources into this effort, we need to give them long-term contracts, anything between five to ten years. But if it's below five years, I don't think there will be commitment from the OEMs. They'll move on to other markets. So we really need to give them long-term contracts. Anything, you know, minimum five years, ideally ten years. Then they can set up the infrastructure, they can mobilize the resources, they can prioritize the, you know, the spare parts that we need for doing maintenance at our power stations. So, so my view is 10 years. If not, you know, we can settle for five years or so for them to be able to commit to this uh, exercise. So you have some security of 10 years there. Then when it comes to um, maintenance also, and a, a couple of days ago when I read the article, I sharing with, with our audience as well, um, the table that you have there, which looks at maintenance back in 2007, 2008, um, and looking at the energy availability factor being at 84.85%, uh, that is 2007, 2008, and now we are hovering around the 50s. What should happen when it comes to maintenance? Yeah, so Aldrin, we've got units that are already on an outage, 
And I think the ESCO management has been at pains to explain that these are old units, they need intensive maintenance. Sometimes you take a unit on a, on a maintenance, you only discover during uh, halfway through the maintenance that you realize that you need spare parts that were not part of the planning. So during the execution of the current uh, uh, maintenance that ESCOM is currently busy with, we need to enable them to be able to order spare parts at short notice, mobilized from wherever they need the spare parts. So, so that, and then of course there's oversight. You yeah. know, uh, you know the, the workmanship. You know, we do, we don't want to experience a situation where we take units on a long-term outage. When they come back, they continue breaking. So let's hold the OEMs accountable. So when the units break down after an outage, they must fix it at their own cost. Of course, if they perform, they must be rewarded for that. If they perform, they must be rewarded. Some saying that uh, well, ESCOM staff is already highly paid, which is something disputed by uh, by the unions, of course. Um, a final one from me, Dr. Mate, is um, the aspect around criminality as well. Um, and uh, um, Andre De Reiter has spoken about one uh, power station manager, for instance, who has to travel around with the bodyguards as well as having uh, his children being uh, being, a co- being being accompanied by bodyguards as well as his family. Um, how then do we deal with that aspect? Because that also derails the progress that ESCOM is trying to make. Yeah, so Aldrin, as part of the national state of disaster, it will en- enable Andre and his team to put security measures in place, extraordinary security measures in place to avoid, you know, the theft issues that we've heard about, the sabotage issues that we've heard about, the corruption that, we have, that, that we've heard about. Across the entire, you know, uh, 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 value chain of electricity generation. But at this point in time, we know that there's been soldiers deployed at the power station, but these soldiers are not technical necessarily. So to, to, to be able to detect what's happening, you need advanced security systems to be deployed at the power station so the national state of disaster will enable Andre and his team to immediately mobilize all the necessary security, advanced security systems and people to be able to, you know, help with dealing with the theft and sabotage and corruption issues that they've been dealing with. So it is enabling them, the, the national state of disaster, to deal with these security issues that he's been raising. Thank you so much for your time. Dr. Zwanani Mate is the chief executive of the South African National Energy Development Institute.